0: Teams. A tried and true trick that the enemy has used since the beginning of time is to convince us that we are getting a bad deal. Human nature does not like to get taken by anybody or anything, and the enemy knows this. Once Satan convinces us that God is, God is robbing us of some of life's greatest pleasures, we plan and plot how to get what we think we deserve. It is dangerous to venture down such a path. However, there is a way to combat such tempting thoughts. To have a heart of gratitude means that we appreciate what God has given us, In fact, each day is a gift from God to rejoice in whatever the circumstances. Paul and Silas knew this full well. When they were tossed into prison, they sang praises and hymns to God. These grateful hearts prepared the way for God to do something incredible in that Philippian jail. Had they been murmuring and grumbling about how a loving God could let them land in such a place, they would have missed an opportunity to lead a man and his entire family to the Lord. As we seek God more and more, we discover that for every temptation the enemy presents, there is a greater blessing God wants to give. We must remain faithful to the Lord in those trying moments, pressing ahead with the knowledge that God will not withhold His best plan for our lives, as long as we are putting Him first. I was uh, blessed for that uh, devotional wanting to apply it to my own life, so... I was going to read uh, John 14, and maybe a little bit out of 15, and then uh, I will talk a little bit on it, whatever the Lord gives me. So John 14, verse 1 says, Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. If I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you into myself, that where I am, there you may be also. And whether I go, you know, and the way you know. thought so it was kind of interesting, <clears throat> he uh, is preparing mansions for the saints. I don't know what they'll look like, but most of all, we'll get to see him, and that will be the... That would be the greatest. And I was going to share this real quick for all those who don't know. Uh, Bill Dunn is not with his Lord. He died. So I, a month ago, I was down there and uh, we was doing a job down there in Austin. I don't want to break it in here, but I thought about it. So we was doing a job in Austin. John and Jonas was, and I was down there, and he lives right there. So I just drove down to his house about two blocks and. And he seemed to be doing good. He said, don't tell anybody, but I still drive my car. He's 97 years old. So I picked him up and took him over to the job, and everybody got to come down and meet him that was there. John, Jonas, and Jerry, and Sarah was there that day. and He was just on fire for God. Um, But, yeah, I just heard yesterday, my sister called me and said that he passed away. When I was reading this thing about mansions here, I thought about that. Verse 5. Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from henceforth you know him and have seen him. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long a time with you, and yet hast thou not known me? Philip, he that hath seen me, has seen the Father. How sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for their very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. And whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. He says he'll do whatever we ask if it's uh, to glorify the Father. But if we just ask for our own... uh, desires and we won't get an answer more than likely but so let us uh look at our motives as we ask if you shall ask anything in my name i will do it if you love me keep my commandments and i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever even the spirit of truth whom the whom the world cannot receive because it seeth him not Neither knoweth him, but you know him, for he dwelleth with you, and he shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more. But you see me, because I live, you shall also live. At that day you shall know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He that hath my commandments, and keepeth them, He it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved to my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judas saith unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. He that loveth me not, keepeth not my sayings, and the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things, and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You have heard how I said unto you, I go away, and come again unto you. If you love me, you would rejoice, because I said, I go unto the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it come to pass, that when it is come to pass, you might believe. Hereafter I will not talk much with you. For the prince of this world cometh and hath nothing in me, but that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandment, even so I do. Arise, let us go hence. Uh, If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Then the next verse he says, If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 21, he says, He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved my father, and I will love him, and I will manifest myself to him. Verse 23, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. I was thinking of uh, what he's talking about there. You know, who who is, I guess, who is here that can say, yeah, we keep all his commandments. But when we think about uh, Peter, what did he say? He told Jesus that I will never, ever deny you. And Jesus looked at his heart, and he knew he was going to, but he also appreciated the fact that Peter believed in his heart that he wasn't going to. That was his heart. He was not going to do it. On the other hand, Judas was back there, and he knew all along what he was going to do. He had planned what he was going to do and that's the difference uh, you know and you know we can say that well, what are all his commandments? We don't know what they all are even but because but he sees our heart, he knows if we want to, and he counts it as uh, done if that is our heart so I challenge my own heart in that way you know as I read these verses and I know that I want to, and, uh, coming back to the commandments, you know, if the first two are not in place, and none of the others are counting either, which is, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, and your neighbor as yourself, and if that's there, uh, then the other things that he asks of us will also be there, um, He asked for us to be changed into his image as we go through this life. And then he promises us the comfort of the Holy Ghost. He said he'll send the Holy Ghost whom the Father will send in my name and he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance. So as we're going through life and the Comforter is in our hearts and he teaches us, uh, what Jesus would have us do in certain situations. I mean, if we, we all face times when uh, we could uh, either do it his way or do it our way. And this morning it's a privilege that we have to have a right heart and then be able to ask him. And then when our heart is right in that way, he says he will do it for us. He will give it to us. The love that John was talking about, that constraineth us, I think this is, uh, in verse 23, he says, if a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him. And we will come unto him and and, uh, make our abode with him. Verse 21, same thing at the end of that. He says, he it is that loveth me, and he that loveth me shall be loved my father, and I will love him. It goes back and forth. Then he says, I will manifest myself to him. And some of the commandments are like if someone wants you to go one mile he, he said, go with him too. Someone strikes you on the cheek, turn the other side also. These are things that Jesus said and uh, also practiced as he walked through, uh, walked through that valley on his way to bear our sins on the cross. Uh, giving himself to the people that he created, every breath that they took in that time, before and after, came from Jesus himself, the one who was standing before them. So that was uh, amazing love. John 15 starting in uh, verse 9 he says as the father hath loved me so have I loved you continue you in my love if you keep my commandments you shall abide in my love even as I have kept my father's commandments and abide in his love and he said he kept his father's commandments and we think about when he walked here in, in uh, the flesh, what did we see him keep? As far as commandments go, uh, we've seen him keep uh, unconditional love. We've seen him forgive uh, the lady who was caught in adultery. We've seen him forgive the lady at the well. And these things he did because his father had asked him to come do them as uh, an example, and also that it could be written down for us to read so that we could see what he truly came for and was not to condemn us, but to forgive us and move us into a different life, one that uh, wants to keep his commandments because of the love that we experience from him. I was reading a devotional where We see the blood by faith, but uh, John in Revelations it said that uh, it was he didn't have to see it in faith that blood. He had to he just remembered it Uh, because he was there. uh, He was the only disciple that was there through the duration of the uh, crucifixion. You remember when he asked his he said uh, take care of his mother. So we do know that John was there. But he just had to remember, it says, when he uh, saw the blood. He saw it with his own eyes. So as we can uh, picture the, the blood and water running down the side of Jesus, creating maybe a puddle down there by his feet. You know, John, he saw that and he remembered it. And in Revelation I'll read what it says, it says uh, Verse uh, Revelations verse 5, oh, chapter one, verse five, it says, "And from Jesus Christ, who is a faithful witness and the first-begotten of the dead, and a prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us, and washed us from our sins in His own blood." That verse was tied to that uh, devotional uh, where John just had to remember that blood that was down, laying down on the ground. Like in a little puddle. Uh, most people that die don't leave any blood. This man, Jesus, Jesus, who was sinless was drained of his blood to wash us from our sins in his own blood. That should compel us to love him and also one another. If uh, we are... uh, purchased by the blood and uh, are growing in Christ, this will be our story. A couple of verses in Ephesians 1. Just for encouragement to my heart, everyone that's here. Verse uh, 12, chapter 1, verse 12 it says that we should be to the praise of his glory who first trusted in Christ, in whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest of our inheritance unto the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Uh, He did make a down payment on us through the power of the Holy Spirit. It says that's earnest. That's earnest money we call it uh, like a, <clears throat> a deposit until the redemption of the purchased possession. He calls it purchased. The soul, our soul, he calls purchased. Uh, hasn't been redeemed yet. Hasn't been like Bill done. As that full redemption is now finished. The Lord came and took him to be with him. So, as uh, believers, we, we trust that uh, God has also given us that, made a deposit on our, on our heart and soul, and that uh, we now live here and love him, and just ask uh, that we could all just dwell together with uh, these believers and other believers, as we go through this life that uh the Lord sees that in our hearts we want that which is right for like Peter, you know he he's seen that peter was uh heart was after him, but he also knew he's going to deny him. I'm sure after Peter did that he was probably couldn't believe it, but when he came to the place where he could believe it, then he could receive Christ too. So of ourselves, that's what we have to offer. With Christ, we have uh, life and that more abundantly. So that's all I have. I just have a word of prayer. And, uh, hope he is blessed. Lord, we bow before you and we thank you for this time. And we know, Lord, your word is only life if you give it life. So, Lord, this morning we pray that you'd give your word life as we uh, look at it, as we take it into our hearts, and as we let it go down into our bellies, Lord, that it could bring forth uh, fruit throughout our heart and soul, that our whole life would be changed continually as we go through this day and this life. Pray for each heart that is here today, that we could all have open hearts, because the Lord knows if we do, and he blesses us as we we cry out to you. So we just thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity. In your name we pray, amen.